Hi friend, welcome to another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader. I feel like I need a new intro. Maybe I said that last time, but but I start off every podcast the same, but I do want to welcome you. And today we're going to talk about what it really means to be yourself. And we're going to do a little pride appreciation because it's June and this whole month we've been celebrating Pride Month. So what do you really think about when someone says, be yourself? Sounds easier said than done, right? A simple phrase, you've been yourself for your whole life, and somebody tells you to be yourself. It's kind of, to me, it kind of sounds not insulting, but it it sounds like an assumption that you're not yourself and that you should be yourself but all you've ever been your entire life was yourself my apologies if i'm confusing you right now but it's such a it's such a easy simple phrase that means a lot and it means so much more than just saying it the action of being yourself is is difficult. Even though you've been yourself your whole life, you think that you are being authentic. Sometimes other people can see, see right through that. I personally think the phrase has been overused in the pro cheer world. A lot of times during auditions, they'll say, be yourself. But you also are wondering how you can demonstrate that you can be a member of the squad. So can you truly be authentically yourself? It's difficult. <laughs> How it, it is very different. It is very important to be authentically you, of course. But sometimes you don't know if you are. Sometimes you might think you are and you're not. And at the same time, no one talks about the fact that most people who audition for these teams they're performers. So they are used, you're, they're used to acting or simply performing for an audience no matter what. It's their job and what it's what they love to do. So they perform, they put on a show no matter what's going on inside of them. That's what they're there to do. I think dancers and performers are very good at hiding things because of that reason, because they're used to performing. You think about people who have alter egos. When they get on the stage, they become somebody else. That's what performers do. Something else comes out of you. And when you're thinking about or you're auditioning for a team, it's sometimes truly hard to turn off that always performance mindset because it's what you've been training to do your whole life or maybe you just started And it's what you're used to doing. You're used to performing. You're used to smiling and making somebody like what they're seeing in front of them. So it can be tough to kind of turn off that performance mindset, especially when you're in audition. And sometimes that's exactly what judges and choreographers want you to do is to turn off the always perfect mindset and just let go. 
And on top of, you know, wanting to perform, you want to put your best foot forward while also trying to fit in to what the judges or directors are looking for. So the answer becomes, or so the question becomes, can you truly be yourself? This is something that I've thought about for a while, if you couldn't tell. And I've wanted to speak on for a long time. Uh, It's probably my curious and intuitive brain taking over per usual. But aspiring pros are often told to study a team and how the vets act, what they wear, etc. You know, I've even said it. And you should do all those things to see how they, to see how you could fit within that team, what you should do to prove that you can do the job. Now, doing all those things, one could argue, well, that's not truly being yourself. So how do you really incorporate that into an audition? Some people have extra talent portions of auditions, and that's a way to do that. But I've come to realize, I've come to realize it's a fine line with three big dots at the end, dot, dot, dot. There's definitely a balance between fitting the mold of a team and actually figuring out what you bring to the table. Now, if being yourself means you're a murderer or a liar or backstabber, then there's some deeper issues there that you need to uncover. But if being yourself means you're positive, encouraging, and a leader, then you can stay. Just like any other job, there's do's and there are don'ts. There's common sense things and sometimes unwritten rules. You perform during the hiring process, the resume, the interview, and try to be as authentic as possible. But once you're in, corporate America loves to teach and preach. Be yourself as well. Well, they don't really teach it. They just preach it because they assume that being yourself is easy. You know, you're you. You can do whatever you want as long as you just are yourself and you don't piss anyone off (laughs) in the process of being yourself. And sometimes that's hard because how do you know if you're pissed? I hate to use the word pissing, so excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse my French. How do you know if you're actually doing that? That's the, t- that's the tricky part of being yourself. Like, you might realize in the process of being yourself, damn, I'm being myself and I'm an asshole. And sometimes it takes somebody to tell you that. So sometimes it, it could be a good thing if you are yourself and you figure out some things about yourself that you might not know or you might discover. And sometimes that comes with... Some consequences, sometimes you find it through therapy, you find it through really good friends, family, no matter what. But if you're part of a marginalized community, it may be even tougher to get past the supposed simplicity of be yourself. You have tons of other barriers to think about based on the history of how you identify or what you identify as, the group of people that you might identify as, 
there's so much history behind that and it lingers in the present. And when you're told as part of a marginalized community, be yourself, there might be some caveats. But as part of Pride Month, I do want to congratulate anyone who is an ally or who is part of this community and had the courage, the extreme courage, and chose to be themselves despite the haters or the naysayers or the people you have to block out of your ear and you have to tune out. That takes a lot of bravery given the history of pride, which is pretty recent. And pride to me is all about standing up for yourself, no matter what, being who you are and living life on your own terms. And for those who chose to do that in whatever industry you are in, whether it's pro cheer or somewhere else, props to you. Happy Pride Month. This is a month where being yourself truly is being put into action. And I've just been so inspired by those who have chose to do that, who are part of the LGBTQ community, or simply have chose to be inspired by that community and say, hey, I'm going to do whatever the F I want. within reason, of course, because it's who I am. I'm not hiding it anymore. So shout out to all of the queer pro cheerleaders out there, the allies who support them or stand by them, and those who are still hesitant to let their color show. I see you too, and I know you're out there because I can understand, I can empathize with you how hard it might be to really be out there and be yourself and let your color show. And today might not be your day to do that. And that's okay. We all have something that we might be hiding inside. We all have something that we feel makes us feel different than others or just different in general but I have faith that one day you won't be afraid to allow your true colors to shine bright like the star that you are so take your time and if you need a million years then take that so happy pride month everyone I really do want to shout out all of those people who have had that courage because it's not easy. It's not easy being part of a marginalized group like the LGBTQ community, like the Black community, the Asian American community, uh, the Muslim community, the Hispanic community. All of those groups, the gr- women, hell. <laughs> so if you are struggling with how to 
find out how you can truly be yourself and find that balance during your pro cheer audition. When you signed up, when you sign up for our interview resume and branding prep, you learn how to answer those questions that really challenge you to be yourself. For example, tell me about yourself. That's a question that I know I dread when it comes to interviews and a lot of people dread. But we help you answer those questions. We help you answer that. We help you answer any question that you might have, no matter what it is. We put together this uh, toolkit or um, like invisible box of things that make you who you are. So that's what is provided in that prep. And it's one of my favorite types of prep because people uncover things about themselves that they never even imagined. And they can use it in their interview and on their resume and while they're making a brand for themselves. So with that, be yourself. (laughs) I'll end it with that. (laughs) If you want to support the show... And you liked this episode or any other episode, then the best way to support is by leaving a review. It helps to not only support the show, but bring on amazing guests, attract amazing people. I hear all the time through Insta DMs and maybe even in person if I see you, how much you are enjoying this podcast. And I love it. Trust me, I do. It makes my day every time I hear about it. But do me a favor and take it to another step. I challenge you. Take it another step by leaving that review on Apple Podcasts. I believe the only way you can leave a review is on Apple Podcasts, unfortunately. If you are not able to leave a review, a rating helps. If you're on Spotify, if you're on another platform, if you can leave a rating, that would be appreciated as well. Anything you can do to support the show is very much appreciated and I see the reviews so you get a shout out if you leave a review now it's that big if if you leave a review so I appreciate you listening this was a really fun episode to do and I promise I'm going to bring back some guests I promise I'm going to bring back some guests but you all know the wait list is open for the course and that is a top priority right now so I really hope that you are as excited as I am about this course because it's going to it's going to just like be all inclusive everything you need to know to start your journey to become a pro, a pro cheerleader. So with that, I hope you have a great week and happy Pride Month. I'll talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. 
Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning or night, wherever you may be, and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.